Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. As a woman, as a mom, as a wife, we are asking ourselves, we are forcing ourselves to do something that is not humanly possible. And when I read that, it was like, oh my God. So that doesn't mean that I'm not enough. That doesn't mean that I'm a failure. Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am going to teach you how to identify who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. Hey ladies, welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros, and today is quite, today is quite special. Here's why. I invited my husband to go ahead and participate in this podcast. The reason I have invited him is because you and I are going to go through a workbook that I created just for you. It's called The Five Mistakes to Avoid for a Healthy Marriage, Tips from a Therapist. And for our first session, I thought, why not bring my husband on? Because we're going to be talking about something very important. Most of you might feel guilty to admit that the dishes and the laundry, in addition to your kids, get more attention than your husband. So, honey, welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, we're going to be talking about a little bit of a touchy topic. And the reason why it's touchy is because a lot of us women don't want to admit that, yeah, the laundry and the dishes totally get more action than our husbands. And we're embarrassed to admit that because... We do everything we can to maintain, not necessarily a perfect household, but we try to go ahead and maintain everything all at once. So we have all of these spinning plates, but where, where we usually fall short is tending to our marriage. And so I wanted you to come on here because I myself am totally guilty of this. So I wanted to get the truth. 
I wanted us to go all the way and be real open and honest with our audience. Are you totally down? I'm down. Let's do this. Okay, now I'm kind of scared because you seem like way too excited about this. (laughs) So mistake number one that I've heard several times, not only in my private practice, but also with women I coach is I'm embarrassed to admit this, but the dishes, the laundry and the kids get more attention than my husband. Can you please tell me how that impacts the relationship in a man's point of view? Um, yes, I would say that there was, there was stages in our life where all of those things were, uh, were the priority. And I felt like I was second, third, fourth on the priority list. And, um, I wasn't, I was just there to be the, the financial, um, bearer and, and, and provide for the family in that regard. And maybe a little bit of sense of security, but other than that, that's all I was there for. How do you think that impacts our marriage? So if that's where you're at, thinking that all you are is basically a paycheck. That's it. Well, calm down. Okay. <laughs> things have changed. Things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. Yes, they have. But like, what was that experience like for you? It creates a divide. It creates uh, resentment. It creates um, just, there's this um, just bitterness um, about wanting to just be in the same company mm-hmm. um, because then I think in the in the relationship for both ends, regardless, or it depends on who the who the person that's affected by this. But for you, I, like, I let's just for you. I say for for me, it would, it would be like instead of looking forward to to coming home, to seeing those things, to to wanting to be welcomed and being let down, and realizing that it's just going to be the same thing again. You know, it's going to be um, Groundhog Day, and you're going to be met with the same disappointment. It's going to be the same. You know, all these other things are priorities more than you are and, you know, the same to be expected every day. And eventually it's going to, it's going to grow old and and tired on the relationship and start to wear down on it. I think the biggest thing, like, let's say for me is everything needed to be done. So I had all of these spinning plates, the laundry, the kids, the dishes, whatever tasks our finances at the time I was handling our finances Things have changed because now you're totally in charge of them. But back then, everything that, you know, the kid, the kids with school, attending to the doctor appointments, and it's not that you were just not involved, but I took all of those responsibilities on myself. And so if I'm being quite honest, when I was done and when you would get home, it just felt like you were another task. And I hate saying that out loud, especially kind of looking at you right now, like, I totally hate saying that. And if I'm just being completely honest, that's what it felt like. It's like, okay, damn, I already attended to everybody's needs. And then now you're looking at me with those levy-devy eyes. So I'm going to totally have to attend to your needs too. And I was exhausted. I was so, so exhausted. However, what I didn't know, what I know now is I was completely avoiding. And... I and I now understand how that impacts a relationship because if you're avoiding your husband because he's another task, well, what's really going on? Because you're not only avoiding him, you're also avoiding your kids. You're also avoiding yourself. And so what I realized is I was trying to control everything, including you. So right now, like even just hearing that, what comes to mind? Um, I I don't know. I I would say that 
like that avoidance and it's like, I guess not like hearing being, like, I guess as a guy I try to be a fixer and uh, that's what I was trying to do each and every time that I would come home um, or just being in your in your company is trying to fix that like what is what are these things that can can mend our relationship and make things better and it was just never never felt like things were gonna get better um, no matter what I did um, trying to get close to you trying to do any of those things and just um, me being the priority and you realizing that like before the kids before the house before chores tasks and all these different things that that it was us and you realizing that um it like this having this fog like it was it was trying to help you navigate through that noise and through all those things but realizing that uh, although i wanted you to see those things you had to see them for yourself i think that's where a whole lack of communication like just kind of grew Mm-hmm. Is that lack of communication, that avoidance. So I'm avoiding you're attempting to fix something you don't even know how to fix. And then I didn't have the words to go ahead and tell you, dude, I'm tired. Like I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm, I'm frustrated. And I think even bigger than that, I didn't want to admit that I did it to myself. Mm-hmm. Because in my eyes, if I'm tending to my kids' needs, if I'm tending to the household chores, if I'm tending to all of these things then I'm on the right path. I'm a great mom. That makes me a great wife. That makes me a great everything. And everybody looking from the outside in would would agree with that. Yeah, Veronica's an amazing wife. You know, look at all the things she has. She has it all together. I mean, her baseboards are clean. Her floor is clean. And I don't want to say it almost ruined us, but I strongly believe if it stayed that way, if I continued to ignore it and I didn't address it, hell yeah, it would ruin us, right? Yeah. No, there was, and I would say there was growing frustrations on both our parts. There was frustration with me trying to get you to like, just, Hey, look at me, like notice me. I'm the one over here trying to get your attention and I'm getting nothing. And I'm getting frustrated by that. You're getting frustrated by the fact, like, look at all the things that I'm doing that Mm -hmm. you're not helping with, or that you feel that you're not being, that you're not noticing all those things and the busyness in your day. And although you're not, you you may be at home tending to the kids full time, um, like that not being taken into consideration. And so the frustration is growing on both our parts. Meanwhile, it's just like it's mounting more and more day by day. And um, and then there's also the lack of communication with both of us. So that compounded on top of the growing frustration, the lack of communication and our inability to, to be able to um, – just find the solution mm-hmm. is was the biggest problem for us. Why do you think we didn't do anything about it right away? Like, because looking back right now, it's like, damn, I didn't even notice I was doing that. Like, I had no clue I was doing that. Like, were you, I knew I was frustrated. I knew I was tired. But if you asked me back then, what are you avoiding? I would have said Nothing. I'm not avoiding anything. I'm actually in it. I'm working. I'm doing everything. I'm not avoiding anything. But now knowing what I know, hell yeah, I was avoiding. Why do you think it was that like you and I just kind of missed it? And I want you to ask me some questions and we're going to get to those questions in a minute. But what was it on your end 
that like, was there a light bulb? Was there not a light bulb? Like, did you just feel frustrated as well? And didn't like, why didn't you say anything? Um, I would say for me, it's, it's, um, it's wanting to have a, um, one is wanting to have a better life than what I had. And, and, and that being, I not wanting to give up on, on a marriage, um, you know, coming from a divorced, uh, divorced home, um, as a child, that's one thing that I didn't want to do is mimic the same type of childhood that I had as an adult and as a man and as a husband. So not wanting to give up, um, on my marriage. Um, so like, it's just taking a look in the mirror and just realizing like, I'm the only thing keeping myself from giving up on this relationship. I'm the only thing that's, um, getting in my own, getting in, in the way of, of improving our relationship and just having that kick yourself in the pants type moment just to realize like whatever it takes, whether it's getting professional help or um, eating some humble pie and realizing like these are the things that I'm screwing up and I'm just totally messing up our relationship and accepting those those things and being accountable for my own actions are some of the things that helped me along the way. Um, but I'll also ask you the same question. What, what were the same things that helped you out? So I think the biggest thing that helped me out was to be honest, I was sitting in therapy. And so by now I'm a therapist and I'm in group therapy. So I'm sitting with, you know, a whole bunch of other women and I'm facilitating this session. And so I'm listening to their common complaints. And as I'm listening to their complaints, I'm like, no lie. I'm like raising my hand for each one of them. It's like, oh my God, check, check, check. And mind you, they were dealing with depression and anxiety and other, other symptoms. But the relationship component, I totally identified with. And it was just like, holy moly. Okay, Veronica, you're like the go-to here. You're the therapist. And back then I was an intern, but it was like, all right, you're supposed to help them. And this light bulb went off and this is where these questions came up. And so I want you to, if you haven't yet, I want you to go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash episode 47. And there you will find the link to this downloadable. I want you to go ahead and grab a pen and paper because we are going to do this together. So here's, I'm going to go ahead and pass these questions over to you. So it was me listening to them that I realized I need to go ahead and dig deeper. Not only for them to help them identify what's going on, but also for myself. And so Willie's going to go ahead and ask me the questions that I'm going to be asking you. So get ready. Cause like I said, it's going to, it's about to get real, really quick. All right, ladies. So here's, what's going to happen. We're going to use these things to help us help you all gain some clarity. And the first thing that I'm going to ask is first, I want you to identify what you've been avoiding. So now looking back to answer the first question, I didn't want to feel out of control. At all. I wanted to maintain the household. And if I couldn't do it all, then that meant I was a failure. In addition to that, I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't want to admit that 
I wasn't necessarily happy because I didn't know what happy was. Nobody really taught me. And so my goal was perfection, but I did it through avoidance. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. And the reason why it was through avoidance is because I just, I don't know. I just didn't want to feel. I, and I'm not saying I want to like totally numb out, but for me, if I was distracted, then I was busy. And if I was busy, then that determines my self-worth. So my complete identity was focused on how clean my house was, how, how much I tended to my kids. And it wasn't necessarily tending to you because as long as those things were done, I thought you would be happy, but I never really asked that. So I was avoiding also conversations. What do you suppose that was? Because I never was in a relationship, like a true healthy relationship. And I didn't even know what a true healthy relationship looked like. And so I just followed whatever rules I came up with on my own. I wasn't going to do the same thing my mom and dad did. Because I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love them to death. However, they didn't necessarily have a healthy marriage. And so I basically picked from some of my family members and what I thought was a healthy relationship. And so I looked to my Gloria, my uncle Joe, and it was like, okay, that's a healthy relationship. And so, well, what are they doing? And that's what I need to do here. And also what does social media say about a healthy relationship? And then what is my mother-in-law and what is my father-in-law? And what do all of these people say about a healthy relationship? So I made mental notes of what a healthy relationship looked like. And then I try to go ahead and I don't know, create it. Little did I know, though, it was doomed to fail. A hundred percent doomed to fail because I wasn't checking in with myself. But what if you don't have a an example to go off of, of what a healthy relationship looks like? Doesn't a unhealthy relationship or unhealthy lifestyle help in that same manner of knowing what you knowing what doesn't look right no. and going off of that? No, I'm glad you asked that. That's not in the workbook, but that's a great question. No, here's why. If all you're doing is looking at what an unhealthy relationship looks like, then you're going to think it's healthy. Although you know there's dysfunction, if that's all you were taught, then that's all you know. For example, I didn't, I didn't have healthy relationships in my life. And so what did I do? I mean, hell, between you and I, I mean, how many times would I kick you out of the house? How many times would I say, well, leave? If you don't like it, leave. Remember? Mm -hmm. How many times do you remember me packing up all of my stuff and saying, I'm out? Packing up all your, just your shoes? Okay, calm down. What are you making fun of me for? <laughs> well, if you haven't listened to, I forgot what episode that was on. Oh my God. I have to come back to it, but... There was an episode where I totally admitted that me and him would argue so many times and I would constantly threaten him that I was going to leave because I just wanted there to be some emotion to, to be something similar to my own emotions because I was so overwhelmed and I didn't know how to express them and I didn't know how to sit in them. So I remember my biggest thing was like totally runaway bride. I was like, I'm out, I'm out. And I got so tired of packing and unpacking my stuff. <laughs> so I literally packed my shoes, but to answer your question, looking at an unhealthy relationship, you're going to go from one extreme to the other. If all you have is an unhealthy relationship, then you're going to go ahead and 
go above and beyond with trying to create a healthy one. But all it is, is another extreme, which means it's something unhealthy. Got it. I have been anxiously waiting to release a workbook I have created just for you. It's called Five Mistakes to Avoid for a Healthy Marriage. Tips from a Therapist. It's 100% free and you are going to learn so much from this workbook as it's loaded with information. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you first. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash episode 47. This is a workbook we will do together for the next five weeks starting January 11th. It is 30 minutes a week for five weeks, ladies. Not a big deal. Not a lot of time. You can join at any time and hop on with us. Each week, I will break down each question and give you my honest answers. Ladies, you're not going to want to miss out. I'm looking forward to seeing you in our community Facebook group, Empowered and Unapologetic. To sign up, go to empoweredandunapologetic.com, episode 47. You got to be a part of this. Just to let you know, this is a really big deal. You will be held accountable, provided support and encouragement. All you got to do is show up. The information I will be providing is next level. And I'm going to tell you right now, people pay good money to get these tips and I will be giving them to you for free, girlfriend. I will not be doing this again for some time. So sign up. Be sure to invite your friends and share that you are signing up with me on social media. I'm super excited, like next level excited. Go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash episode 47. Let's get this party started. Okay, so moving on. Um, So the next question that I got for you is, what does it feel like after you've completed a task? What are other ways that you can experience something similar with your husband. Okay. So what does it feel like when I complete a task? It feels like complete validation. It feels like this huge weight has just lifted off my shoulders because I've accomplished something. And to be honest, checking off that box feels so liberating, so liberating because it's like, oh my God, I got a task done. And when you look at a woman's checklist, I'm going to tell you right now, that thing is full, full. It has at least 50 things on it. (laughs) Ladies, am I lying? It literally has like 50 to a hundred tasks on there, like all the way down to holy crap, you know, making sure that you, um, oh my gosh, now I can't think of it. Making sure that you, you know, maybe cleaned out the refrigerator or holy moly. Now I'm thinking of all of them. Holy moly. Have I, have I went ahead and you know, rinsed out the filter in the, in the, um, in, from the washer. Have I taken the lint out of the dryer? Did I ever buy that pine salt? Crap. I didn't buy the pine salt. Did I buy this? Did I do this? So that's the tasks. Did I make that appointment for our daughter? Dang it. Our daughter's Aaliyah's wisdom teeth. Like all of a sudden it's, do you see it's happening? Like literally right now, these are all things that I really need to get done. <laughs> but so the minute we're able to check it off again, it's just, it just feels lighter. However, in a relationship, 
I can't just check you off the box. Had sex with husband. Check. Because that's not necessarily how it works. And you can totally detect that that's... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> when, it's, when it's just like, all right, let's go. Let's get done. Hurry up. <laughs> I have never done that. So... <laughs> <laughs> So Wait a minute. Are you totally <laughs> saying I've done that? Yeah. Uh, so, no, stay there for a minute. How do you know that it's a check in the box? <laughs> I'll just... <laughs> no. This is real raw. Like, let's go okay. there. How do you know it's a check in the box? Let's just say that there's been times when you had an itch that needs some scratching and we only had a few minutes and you're like, let's just get it done. Kids are downstairs and I got... I got a, a a few seconds before I got a or a few minutes before I got to get get back to work. And honey, uh, do you feel taken advantage of when uh, I do that? Yeah, but get the I, hell out know, of here. But, but I didn't mind it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyhow, what 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 I'm what I'm hearing is that I guess with this checklist, and and maybe this is for for the women as well is that it's kind of a feeling of euphoria. Mm-hmm. Like as you go through these things and you you knock one off the list, you knock a second one off the list, and then you get some momentum going and you just get these things go, that like knocked off your list that just seems endless, you're on this high. Yeah. And then, but how is that affected or how does that affect if you do, do that same uh, methodology in your relationship um, and you do the same type of thing, like date night, check, going to dinner, check, no. having a conversation, check. No, 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 no. So if, so what would be your recommendation? So to ensure that women aren't doing these, you know, I'm clean and everything's a check mark or I'm tending to the kids, yeah. but then I'm also doing these same things with my husband. Yeah. How do we avoid not doing those types of things and make it maybe going down this pitfall? Yeah. So that's question number two. I can go out and experience that same feeling with you. Not necessarily that check in the box or accomplishment, but you know how when we, you and I argue, mm-hmm. when you and I argue, I like, I'm feeling it. I'm in it, especially if that is that time of month. Like that's when it's like, I'm out for and blood. Sometimes that shit comes early. <laughs> so during those times, I'm so emotional. Mm-hmm. However, when you and I are talking and in that moment, when I stop myself, and I actually hear what you're saying, and I realize that you and I are both on the same team. In those moments, it's that same feeling of accomplishment. Like, holy moly, I'm connecting with my husband. I'm not setting it up for an argument. I'm not trying to win. I'm actually trying to understand. And I really want to just connect with you. And it's those moments that feel so powerful. I, I can't even describe the feeling, but it's just... I don't know. It's just, I guess the only word that comes to mind is it's home. It's safe. It's secure. It's love. And it's during those times when I'm able to go out and hold back and just really hear you or really experience you that trumps any damn clean sink, any damn clean floor, like even perfectly lined vacuum, like floor, like it, it, it trumps all of that feeling, all of those feelings. Because it's like, I don't know, it's like we're connected. And that's what I want to experience more of. And I realize that 
And so I'll pull away from the tasks and move closer to you. Does that make sense? Yes. So the the difference in the two is one is a feeling of euphoria and like a high, while the other one is there's an emotional connection, if I'm understanding that, that you're... you're oh, it's you're, still you're euphoria. Getting, it's still it's euphoria. Still, it's still, <laughs> still this euphoric feeling, obviously, and you know, later stages and hopefully you end up getting there at that point. <laughs> okay, we still talk about, we still but I think you talk about something else. Honey. Yeah. But I think that there's also, you're trying to gain that connection um, and not just that check in the box. Hell no. Yeah. I don't want to check in the box at that point. I never want to check you in the box ever. Okay. So let's say, uh, move it on that. You know, you're just having some difficulties with all this and you need to ask for help. What tasks can you assign to your family? Remember, the goal is done over perfection. So one thing I've learned is I have to ask for help because I can't do it all. And it's okay that I can't do it all. I read somewhere. I can't remember where I read it, but as a woman, as a mom, as a wife, We are asking ourselves, we are forcing ourselves to do something that is not humanly possible. And when I read that, it was like, oh my God. So that doesn't mean that I'm not enough. That doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It doesn't mean that, you know, I can't do it. I can. And do I really want to? It's not humanly possible to do 50,000 things. It's not humanly possible to tend to everybody's needs. It's not. not, Ladies, I want you to hear me when I say that. It is not humanly possible to get so many things, all of the things that we try to get done in one day. And this is why we burn out. So what I've learned is to ask for help. You know, now owning two businesses, you know, with a practice, with Empowered and Unapologetic, it's just too much. So I had to ask for help. And I had to rely on you to go ahead and manage our finances. Don't get me wrong. It scared the hell out of me at first, but we're doing good. We're doing good. Before I mentioned maybe in an episode or two ago about us getting a red notice because you didn't know that we had to pay the water bill every single month. Like you had no clue. But what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we won't get into that. But it never happened. <laughs> and I realized like I can't do it all. And you're not going to be perfect. And my way isn't 100% the way all the time. And by asking for help, I realized like, holy moly, we could actually be a team. And I also realized that the kids can help. So now Aubrey does laundry, Aaliyah does dishes, and she does the entire kitchen. And then Monkey Feet, she's in charge of the living room. And she's in charge of all of the stuff at the bottom of the stairs and helping Aubrey with laundry. I'm going to tell you right now, I... I can't say that I'm 100% sane as a mom because we all have those moments. However, our house is functional. It's not necessarily pristine. You know, it's not like clean 100%. However, things are done. I mean, Aubrey and Brooklyn put our clothes away, which feels so good. And I, when I'm off of work, I'm off. I don't have to clean something and yell at a kid. I don't have to clean and yell at you. I think in the same regard too, we're also teaching them responsibility. Yes. Instead of giving the kids, I mean, I I try to preach this to many of my friends too, is, is that, you know, rather than giving your kids an allowance, give them a commission, make them, help them learn what it's like to earn money. Bingo. And these are some of those things that you can do when you're assigning 
um, assigning work and you're asking for help is you assign these things to your family members. Yep. So ladies, ask for help. And even if you're the only one that can wash the dishes, you're the only one that can make sure your carpet's lined, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you have one less task to do, which means you're going to connect more with your husband. You're going to connect more with your kids. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'd rather be intentional with my time, with my family, versus intentional with the damn carpet. I remember progress over perfection. Bingo. So sh show some appreciation for what your kids, if your kids are going to be the ones that you're recruiting, appreciate what they're doing. And Absolutely. The, and the work that they're doing and the hard work that they're doing. Just notice even the smallest things that they're doing. Absolutely. All right. Moving on to our second to final question. Pick a day for date night. Schedule it on your calendar and make it a priority every single week. If you don't have a babysitter, get creative with this. Yes. I think this is something that you and I do very, very well. And I think the reason why we do it well is because we both get creative. Like our biggest thing is going out to dinner and having the waiter pick our menu if he's a really good waiter and he knows his stuff. Another thing we do is we're like kids when we go out, like literally kids, like you will see us running around the damn streets. I'm he's, he's carrying me on his back or we're running through the sprinklers or we're doing something that maybe isn't age appropriate because we just want to have fun together with everything shutting down with COVID. It's been a little bit difficult, but we do but not impossible bingo. We do make it a habit to go ahead and put our relationship first and you or I will go ahead and complain about that too. Like, Hey, wait a minute. We haven't had a date night this week or we haven't had a date night. We haven't had time alone. And there's been times where I've even told you like, Hey, mom's got the kids. You and I are gone. Um, and that's really, really important. Not necessarily a hundred percent for you, but it's important for me. Like, I'm, and don't get me wrong. I know it's important to you, but for me, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it because I need it. I need to feel connected with my husband. I need to go ahead, have those makeout sessions where I feel like we're dating again. And it's so, so important because it feels like, I don't know. It's just, it feels like I get to reset and I get to just have fun. I don't have responsibilities because you're not my responsibility. And I think that helps with not seeing your husband as a task. You get to see your husband as your husband, somebody you absolutely love. All right. And the last thing we'll end with, imagine a day all to yourself. What would you do? Oh, be God, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> be creative and let your imagination flow. Okay. Write it down and then do it. So I actually had this day. I had a day where I had it completely planned for myself. And you had the kids. And you ended up taking my mom out too. Um, so what I did was... Woke up when I wanted to, and then I went out for, I, I stayed in La Jolla, mm -hmm. and then um, went out for a walk on the beach, which was absolutely amazing. I sat there, and at first I was a little self-conscientious because I was like, oh my God, these people probably think I'm crazy because I'm all by myself at the beach. But then after a while, I just didn't care. And I think the reason why I went there is because I had never really had a day to myself. And it was so crazy because initially I was all in my head, but after a while it was like, okay, well, what the hell do you want to do, Veronica? And I walked, I walked, um, up on one of those scooters, those lime scooters. 
And I was like, dude, I totally want to ride one right now. All right, let's go. And I did that. And then I was like, well, where do I want to eat? I get to eat wherever the hell I want. And I don't even have to worry about calories because I'm going for it. I'm going all out. Found a place. And I just so happened to be sitting next to a family. And I could hear the wife complain about all the things she she was doing and how she wasn't getting any help. And I'm like, oh my God, thank goodness I'm not her. I'm all by myself. But I got to do whatever I wanted which was so amazing. And what it taught me was you get to do this even when you're with your family. You actually get to do this with your family. And that's when I created, I think shortly after that, I created that wall that we have, the wall of listing all of the activities that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made it into a family thing. Like what you get to have, go ahead and plan an entire day. And the family gets to go ahead and do whatever you want to do. And so, ladies, when I ask you to use your imagination, like literally use it. I don't care if you end up in San Diego, if you're here in California, or the beach, or wherever. It doesn't matter. I want you to plan a day away. And I also want you to go ahead and discuss this with your husband because more than likely, he probably needs a day day away. I don't know. I've tried to plan several days away for my husband, but he don't want him. He wants me to go with him all the time. It's an opportunity for you to reset. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Baby, speaking of which, why don't you like those days away? You don't Hmm. want any day away for you? Mm, I spent plenty of days away. Oh, is that why you don't want it? Uh, I guess. Oh, it's going to make me cry right now. So for those of you that don't know, oh my God, that like really touched my heart right now. So for those of you guys that um, are just kind of tuning in and don't really know us, um, Willie is retired from the Marine Corps and he was in for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And so that's why for him, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that's why like you had so many days away from us. And so that's why you want me with you every single day of day. That's not just you, sucker. (laughs) I got kids too. So yeah, but... Ladies, we all need it. And our husbands need it too. Even if it's with us. Even if your husband's like my husband and wants to put you in his kangaroo pouch and take you everywhere with him. (laughs) But I think it's so important because, again, it brings you back to, like, what's really important. And I missed you guys the entire time. Like, totally missed you the entire time. And when I got to see you the next day, oh, it felt so good. And then you and I had a day away. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So what I'd like you to do is I want you to go ahead and answer all of these questions. And if you're not in my Facebook group yet, it's a private free Facebook group that I'd like you to join because we're going to be doing this together. And I'm going to be tuning in in that group going live and I will answer whatever questions you have. So this is going to be a five week challenge. So we're going to go ahead and do one challenge every single week. So we covered mistake number one. Next week, we'll go into mistake number two with my kids. Again, to access this um, workbook, all you have to do is go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash episode 47 to go ahead and receive your copy. The next session we'll do will be with my girls. Honey, thank you so much for joining me. This was absolutely amazing. And oh, I got to learn a little something new from you too. Love it was you, a baby. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, you know you're going to come back again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. 
Be open and honest when you are answering these questions. Otherwise, it will not work. I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to leave you in tears because it did for me. And again, the only way things are going to change is if you put things into action. Thank you guys. And I'll see you soon. See you guys later. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like The Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empowered and unapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host practice of the practice or the guests are providing legal mental health or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. 
We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls Podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.